The National Park Service wants you to know, what do you do in a bear attack? Well, you don't push your slower friend on the ground to save yourself. And New Zealand is paying a man $10,000 to be a city's official wizard. And a man proposed to his girlfriend with hundreds of candles and burned down their home. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm the host, Jonesy. I'm recording from Los Angeles, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into the weird stories for Monday. You're listening to Weird AF News. The National Parks Service wants you to know it's not cool to push your slower friend at the bear and run away. If you're being confronted by a bear, there's a few things you should know before running away, the National Parks Service says. You know, people across the country right now are visiting parks and taking trips to the mountains. Sometimes they find themselves in terrifying encounters with bears. The National Park Service has offered a few tips on what do you do if you're face-to-face with a large furry beast, a.k.a. a bear. Well, the first tip, according to the National Park Service, is please don't run from bears. Also, don't push your slower friends down in an attempt to save yourself. (laughs) Oh, come on, National Park Service. What am I? Yeah, I'm going to let my friend get me eaten, you know? Hell no. Look, just because you're a smoker doesn't mean I got to die too, okay? You need, to, you need to get on track and keep up. The Park Service, of course, said this on their Facebook page, and they added a funny little line here. It says, even if you think the friendship has run its course, don't push your friend down and run away. <laughs> Apparently, bear attacks are rare but real threats in certain parts of the U.S. I've had encounters with bears before in the U.S., uh, specifically the state of California. A man recently video recorded his own mangled hand and arm after encountering a grizzly bear in an abandoned shed in Montana. I saw a video this morning of a a young girl being sniffed by a bear. Yeah, the video is like the bear just walks right up to her and starts sniffing her hair. It's crazy. She just stands there calmly. I was astounded. The Park Service reports that there have been a record number of grizzly bear attacks also in the Yellowstone region uh, this year, possibly due to the increase in people hiking in the region in search of a respite from pandemic lockdowns. I didn't know that all the national parks are open these days either, like Yellowstone and Yosemite. I thought a lot of these were shut down, but apparently most of the summer, I guess, they've been open. So you guys might be out there traveling. Maybe you want to go to a park. Maybe you come face to face with a bear. What do you do? Well, the National Park Service has a message for you. Uh, They advise that you, quote, move away closely and sideways. This allows you to keep an eye on the bear and avoid tripping. Moving sideways is also non-threatening to bears. People should not run. Don't run. Like dogs, they will chase fleeing animals and fleeing human beings. Don't think you can get away from a bear by climbing up a tree either. Both grizzlies and black bears are very adept at climbing trees. It is advised that you hold your ground, make noise to identify yourself as a human and not a prey animal. They recommend using your voice, waving and showing off your opposable thumbs. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm sorry. They say showing your opposable thumbs mean nothing to a bear. You should. They recommend using your voice. 
Uh, another approach is uh, if you happen to be attacked by a brown or a grizzly bear, leave your backpack on and play dead by laying flat on your stomach with your hands behind your neck and legs spread. If the bear continues to attack you, fight back by hitting the bear in the face. <laughs> If you're being attacked by a black bear, do not play dead, but instead try to escape to a secure place, or if you can't, fight back using any available object, according to the NPS. And again, they reiterate, don't push your slow friend down to save yourself. No, you'll go down with the ship. You and the slow friend will both be eaten, and that's what you get for going hiking with somebody who's out of shape. Yay! A New Zealand man gets paid $10,000 a year to be the official wizard. A British man has been paid about $10,000 a year since 1998 to be the official wizard of the city of Christchurch in New Zealand. His name is Ian Brackenbury Channel, or Chanel. He goes by the simple name of The Wizard. He's been a regular sight in the South Island city for decades since he arrived in the 1970s. The wizard spends most of his time in the city's main square in front of the cathedral, dressed in long, dark robes and a pointed hat heavily bearded, and, of course, carrying a magical staff. The official wizard provides acts of wizardry, as you would expect, and other wizard-like services, whatever those are. It doesn't say. It's all part of promotional work for the city of Christchurch, according to a spokesperson. Christchurch. I've never heard of this place. Each year, the wizard role involves about 200 hours of work promoting local events, encouraging tourism, and welcoming dignitaries to Christchurch. Yes, welcome. Imagine showing up to a town and you've been welcomed by a wizard. And by the way, he's, he's, a, he's a Brit and he's in New Zealand. So you're going to get this British accent as well. Over the years, the wizard has become a fixture of Christchurch, even acquiring his own page and rating on TripAdvisor. And he often appears at civic events in the town. He told the media he saw his role as being a provocateur, satirizing the establishment. Every day the world gets more serious. So fun is more powerful. It's the most powerful thing in the world right now. Most of his time in Christchurch's city, Squares, is spent speaking on wizard philosophy and engaging the public in his ideas on everything from climate change to the supposed inequities of the New Zealand's census. Oh, I'd love to hear what the wizard has to say about Black Lives Matter and, <laughs> like, you know, current events. Hilarious. Maybe fly some, like, weird AF news stories by him. Yes, Mr. Wizard, what do you think about the U.S. banning of TikTok? <laughs> Oh, man. What an amazing role, by the way. You just stand in the town square and talk shit. Oh, I'd love that. Here's $10,000 a year to just do whatever the hell you want in the middle of the town square. Just make people laugh. I mean, I'm a comedian. I'm a, I'm a professional. I could totally do this job. I mean, I, I can't grow a beard, but I mean, uh, we could put a fake one on me. Now, they give a little bit of a history about this wizard. His journey into wizardry began when he was working at a university in Australia in the 1970s, when he began to try and inject more fun and absurdity into his classes. He found a most chilly reception from the university authorities and, ven and eventually his then-wife, who left him over his increasingly full-time commitment to being a wizard. <laughs> oh, no. She's like, you listen here, Ian, I'm getting a little bit tired of you going outside in that pointy hat. You know, my friends see you in the square with that robe and that staff saying wizardry things. And it's it's just ridiculous. And I'm embarrassed. Won't you come home? <laughs> Won't you get a normal job? Why are you going to be a wizard in the town square? <laughs> it's shameful. It's shameful. I can't make babies with a wizard. OK. And by the way, your spells don't work. You dummy. It's all fake. It's bullshit. 
Get back to Dungeons and Dragons in the basement and get a real job. <laughs> so apparently his his so the wife leaves the wizard. So then he goes to New Zealand, where he found people to be more receptive to his wizardry, his wizard ways. He was eventually taken on to the council payroll. What what trickery, man! This guy, you know, you show up to a random country, you don't even, you're not even a citizen, and you get them to pay you to be a make believe character. Hey, pay me! I'm gonna pretend it's Halloween, and you just pay me for that. Okay. Not only that, he was, <laughs> he was recognized by the country's Art Gallery Directors Association as a living work of art. Wow, man. They just love this wizard. Shit. You know, I'd imagine in most places, if you just showed up dressed as a wizard and demanded people pay you for this service, they would just lock you up, right? Crazy person. Hey, we got some pills for you. Now, after all this, at the age of 87, the original... Wizard of New Zealand is beginning to wind down his duties. And for the last six years, he's taken on an apprentice named Ari Freeman, who hopes to inherit the mantle one day. (laughs) Oh, boy. This poor guy's got a family probably as well. Uh, Mr. Freeman, 39-year-old musician who leads a psychedelic funk band, is not sure if the council will employ him under the same terms as the current wizard when he finally, when this wizard finally hangs up his hat and his staff. I want the wizard phenomenon to continue and I will totally unfill, I'm sorry, fulfill that role. It takes someone to do something unusual to poke their head in to create a zeitgeist change and those people are magicians and wizards like myself. A man proposes to his girlfriend with hundreds of candles and burns down their home. You may have seen and heard of many disastrous proposals, but this one takes the cake. A man's romantic gesture went up in flames when he inadvertently burned down the apartment that he shared with his girlfriend while setting up for this proposal. The British man, who has not been named because obviously he's embarrassed, uh, the British man was planning to propose to his girlfriend. To do so, he lit hundreds of tea lights in their apartment filled with lovely balloons and he poured out wine and glasses. Things, however, did not go exactly as planned. As he went to pick his partner up from right around the corner, the candles he had lit contributed to a fire that eventually burned down their entire apartment. (laughs) I hate to laugh, but geez, (laughs) what a dummy. According to the South Yorkshire Fire and Rescue, as the man went round the corner to collect his fiancée-to-be, ready for the romantic moment, He came back to find the flat on fire and three fire engines on the way. Turns out that while he left the candles and tea lights unattended, they set his apartment completely on fire. The fire department shared photos of the scene on Facebook, writing a slogan here. Look closely at these photos and you'll see lots of burnt out tea lights, hundreds of them. The photos have gone viral on social media, unfortunately for them. Collecting hundreds of reactions. The budget of the stag do was cut significantly. He pays for refurbishment instead, wrote one person in the comments section. Someone else wrote, And they say falling in love isn't dangerous. He found his eternal flame. <laughs> On the bright side, nobody was injured in the apartment fire. And the girlfriend said yes. Wow, imagine marrying such a dummy. Um, I wonder if he asked her to marry him in front of the burnt-out leftover remains of a rubbled apartment. (laughs) 
or flat as they call it. Yeah, 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 she said yes. Hey, uh, would you like to start a family with me? I, I occasionally burn down the place where we live, so if you're okay with that, <laughs> let's let's make some babies right away. <laughs> well, what have we learned from this story? Well, I mean, you got to be careful with your proposal. Don't make it too dangerous. Obviously, 100,000 candles is a bad idea. Uh, equally, don't do it on a very – on the edge of a precipice, you know, like on the side of a bridge or a cliff. Don't take it to the Grand Canyon and stand on the edge. You know, make it safe. And also, maybe not do it in your apartment. You know, get a little more creative than that. It's a, it's a little lame to do it in your apartment. I mean, you must you must do better than that. Um, any of you have any sort of weird wedding proposals that you'd like to share? Like, was your proposal like in some bizarre place or in some strange way? I'd love to hear about it. Call the show 646 450 2012 and share share you don't have to leave your name just share with the with the crowd of weird af news please Yay! hey what's up guys i want to tell you that uh i appreciate you listening all the way to the end of the episode uh i'm going to publish some calls after this and i i wanted to say that i hope you enjoyed the friday episode the florida friday stories were great i got some good feedback from people thanks to everyone who reached out to me that was a lot of fun fridays are too fun aren't they i uh, hope you had a safe weekend as well i want to say thanks to some people who left me reviews uh these are on amazon silver wolf left me five stars it says so funny and silver wolf didn't write much but it was wonderful uh the weirdest side of the news by a great comedian to make it even funnier. And then Silver Wolf posted a photo of, uh, it looks like, listening to Weird AF News in their car dashboard, uh, which was which is awesome. So thank you so much, Silver Wolf. Big shout out to Silver Wolf. Sounds like a superhero. Melissa, also on Amazon, left me a nice review. Five stars. Jonesy, you're the best. I listened to you in the mornings on my Amazon Alexa. Just added you to my daily flash briefing a few weeks ago. You brighten my day, and I look forward to it every morning. I normally don't even write reviews unless I really enjoy something and think it would benefit others to know about it. The people that take the time to write bad reviews about you when all you are doing is trying to make people laugh and make their day a little better can suck it. (laughs) Thanks for making me smile, and have a great day. Thanks for making me smile, Melissa. That was a wonderful review, and it really did brighten my day as well. So, yeah, yeah, those people that (laughs) they can suck it. I didn't say that. Melissa said it, but it's true. Uh, if you guys would like to leave me a review, a review, I'd appreciate that. It's uh, and it's 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 fun to express yourself, uh, right? The funnier it is, the better. I love to. I love funny reviews. Just write whatever crazy shit you want. I don't give a damn. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, okay. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Funny Jones, right? And then I have a Patreon. Yeah, let me mention the Patreon. Um, I just posted a really cool comedian documentary that I thought was kind of special. Um, I'm kind of a nerd about those things, you know, being a comedian myself. So this documentary I thought did a good job of showing, you know, that it's not all glamorous what's going on with, in the world of uh, stand-up comedy. So I thought that was a pretty, I, I thought it was well done. Um, it didn't sugarcoat it, you know, like some of these comedian documentaries tend to do. So that was uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that in the Patreon. You can get access to this Patreon stuff that I'm putting out there. It's all stuff that I find that's really weird and cool. Um, and, of course, I always do a bonus episode each month. Um, I think I might have missed one month. Um, 
but that's not bad for over a year, you know, you know, I'm doing it. And some months I did two or three bonus episodes, so whatever, it all evens up. My point is, there's about, you know, probably 30 something hours of bonus episodes on there, um, which is cool because it's not, it's, it's me with another person doing the stories, which is a nice change. Anyways, the Patreon uh, address is patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Pretty simple. Uh, and somebody just joined the Patreon that I really need to give some love to. And uh, that is Sarah Page Devro or De- DeVoe. Did I hope I said your name right? DeVoe? De- DeVere? Ah, damn it. I knew I was going to screw that up. Sarah Page, please forgive me if I, if I messed up your name. Oh, I'm so grateful, though, that Sarah, that, uh, Sarah Page, that you joined the Patreon Um uh, you have a lovely name, by the way, and I appreciate your support. Uh, uh, being a, a listener and a, and a fan of Weird AF News is is one thing, but joining the Patreon is a whole other level of support, and I, I so appreciate that. So thank you for joining the Patreon, and please enjoy the extra content, and give me whatever feedback, and enjoy this shout-out that you get. Uh, and oh, oh, one more shout-out before I go. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I got a, someone on YouTube who wrote me some really nice, a really nice message. I, by the way, yeah, I have a YouTube channel. It's uh, youtube.com slash weirdafnews. And I just post, I put the regular podcasts up there like um, every day, every every episode's up there. Uh, just in case, just another place for the podcast to live. Anyways, some people get the podcast on YouTube, which it was surprising to me, but it, it does happen. Uh, Justin and Lita from Jacksonville, North Carolina. I don't even know there was a Jacksonville, North Carolina. I got excited. I was like, Jacksonville, is it Florida? But it's North Carolina, which is probably better that they live in Jacksonville, North Carolina, because uh, Jacksonville, Florida, you know, yeah, you, you don't live very long there. <laughs> they wrote, anyways, Justin and Lita uh, wrote, we love you, Jonesy. We love you. Me and my wife love your podcast. Very entertaining. Ah, yeah, very entertaining. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate all my fans and uh, and listeners. And uh and I, and I always give you guys compliments. And, you know, my mother, when I talk to my mom, she goes, how's the podcast? I said, you know what, mom? The podcast wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for my listeners who are just the greatest people. They reach out to me. They compliment me. Some of them even send me care packages. I got some toilet paper during a damn pandemic. Huh? You think Joe Rogan got some toilet paper from fans during a pandemic? I highly doubt it. Okay. That's what makes me special. <laughs> Joe Rogan lives in a bunker. He probably doesn't need toilet paper. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying, guys. Okay? (laughs) I love you. I love you so much. Thanks for being there with me. I'll see you tomorrow. Hello, Mr. Jones. This is Sir Richard Attenborough. I did want to tell you that my voice isn't quite what it was since I am speaking to you from the other side. But I wanted you to know that your impression of my brother David isn't half bad. The reason for my call is to inform you that Costa Rica is not in South America, as you had stated, but it is rather in Central America, with one coast being on the Caribbean Sea and the other side being on the Pacific Ocean. In fact, it's not far from my island of Isla Nubar, the location of my Jurassic Park. Thank you, sir. and. I look forward to your story on my brother next week. Take care and stay safe. Hey, Jonesy, it's Bodie from Florida and surf up, dude. Man, ever since Hurricane SIU has passed through here, we've been having some radical waves. It's 90 degrees here today, and with the heat index, it feels like 102. 
Anyway, man, I heard your Florida Friday story about that guy who was living with his older mama, and she scowled the police on him because she was trying to grab some of the money out of her purse. Man, that's a bad thing to do. And he was getting rough with his mama, trying to take her money. That's not cool, dude. That's a bad thing to do. But the charge that he got reminded me that something happened to me a couple years ago. I'm 18 now, but when I was 16, oh, man, I was in love with my first girlfriend. And we finally got to a point where we were going to do it, Jonesy. And guess what? We had a beautiful night on the beach, and we did. And guess what she did? She went home and she told her mama that she lost her virginity to me. Oh, man, what a bitch. And guess what? They sent the cops out after me. Oh, man, she told her mama, and her mama accused me of stealing her virginity. They wanted to charge me, but since we were both 16 years old and underage, there wasn't a damn thing they could do about it. But you know what they wanted to charge me with? Robbery by sudden snatching.